0: Good afternoon, everybody. How y'all doing today? It is Monday, so it is another day for pull up. Afternoon, evening, which one we at? Y'all just got out work, whatever it is. Okay, it is your boy Shout Time, Shaw.
1: And it's your girl Andy K. Lynn.
0: And it is another. It is another episode of Pull Up. Every day we ta- Every Monday we talk sports, hip hop news. You do
1: and uh, and uh-huh. hip hop news and culture. We don't talk about people. We just talk about the headlines.
0: Okay, now, see, she not ready. This, you know what I'm saying? Like, Candy K. Lynn making us look bad right now. No, she, you, you went
1: too far in.
0: I went too far in. What you I'm leading.
1: Yeah. How I yeah. went too far
0: in, I'm leading.
1: Because mine, yours was supposed to, I, I sent you notes. I can't, I can't with you today. I and sent
0: you, you notes. You did send me notes, but I'm saying, though, like, you, you not in studio. So how i am going to be led and you not, How? how am I not leading and I'm in studio? I hear you very clearly, sir. Okay, so that's say so just play your role. Because
1: you're not, how often are you going to be in the studio from here on now? Listen, we don't talk about people, we just talk about sports. You're being petty, okay? okay. okay. That's time, time for
0: the pettiness. All right. Today we're so. going to talk about eight, sec- eight seconds in honor of Kobe. Okay, so today, Candy Lynn said we're going to talk, take eight seconds in honor of Kobe Bean
1: Bryant, a.k.a. the Black Mama.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that was eight or 9. We're gonna hope that was eight seconds. That was eight. We was gonna hope that was eight because we really should did twenty. We'll, you know, we'll do twenty-four at the end of the episode, but we're gonna do two quick for G G. You, so
1: okay.
0: oh, look at you. You are messing up the episode. Alright. You are petty.
1: Stick to the script today, okay? Okay, so That's t- what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, so today in the first half of pull up we're gonna talk sports. So you know we had Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury part two. Um NFL Combine, I ain't watching it. D. Wade got his jersey retired Sunday night. I think KG got his jersey retired, or get or is getting his jersey retired. And Doc he's will be retired next year, right? And Doc wants to uh mend the fences between KG and Ray Allen, so we'll talk about that today. Um, at, on a lighter note, non-joking, they had the memorial service for Kobe. I ain't watch because I know I couldn't handle it. Michael Jordan took the show though, you know. Michael Jordan said he gonna be another crime mean. But you know, it, it was it was it was it was great to see the a legend like well you knew Michael was gonna come out and speak for Cub because it's like a little brother to him. So you know that that was that was big. Um, Katie Kaylin, how was your weekend before we get into everything we got
1: to talk about? My weekend was pretty good. Um, I rested, so I don't have any complaints from the weekend. Just taking some downtime, and I mean that's it. I did nothing. You did nothing all weekend. Nope. I'm sitting here sipping my tea and enjoying life.
0: I'm glad you got to do that. I don't know did nothing. all day. Okay, so I guess we'll start with the Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder fight. Now, let me say, I didn't watch the fight, not because I didn't have the opportunity to watch the fight. I am not big on the heavyweight division in boxing. Okay, Everybody loves Deontay Wilder. Why? Because he's a black man. I'm going to say this, okay? I'm going to say this. Everybody's a big Deontay Wilder fan because he's a black man. The bronze mama been knocking people out. He's from Alabama. I respect him. But I knew before the fight, De- what I, Deontay Wilder is a brawler. He is not a boxer. And the one thing that anybody who pays attention to the sport of boxing, that's going to catch up to you. If you don't have something that sets you aside from everything else as a boxer, you know, every great boxer, had something that made them a great boxer. Deontay Wilder had power. That doesn't make you a great boxer. Okay, that, that makes you a heavyweight champion. Yeah, when you're stronger than everybody else, but that doesn't make you an elite boxer. And that's what it came down to. Tyson Fury, again, Deontay Wilder had also been bigger than everybody else. He wasn't bigger than Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury had a cool forty pounds on him. All right. You know, and a lot of people. I never said, "Oh, Deontay Wilder." Gonna, I I didn't. I, after after I saw the first fight, I said, "Man, you know what? Deontay Wilder gonna be in a little trouble because he he snuck out of there. He win the first fight. It was a, it was a, a a no decision. It was a draw. He snuck out of there. So you know, for me, just as a as a fan of sports, I don't care if they black, white, green, or yellow. I want the best person to win. I'm not gonna go for the black man if I know he's gonna get beat up. That's probably the reason I didn't watch the fight. I ain't want to see Deontay Wilder get beat up. I didn't. I, I didn't want to see." It.
1: So I watched the fight um, from from start to finish, from the intros. I watched the weigh-in the night before. Um, Heavyweight division is not the same, and they did honor – they did take time to honor previous heavyweights. They honored Linus Lewis. They honored Mike Tyson um, in that. And Tommy Hearns, the hitman Tommy Hearns was there. Deontay Wilder was at 231. Tyson Fury came in at 273. Um, Most of us don't watch the heavyweight division because the heavyweight division is not what we're accustomed to seeing from going back in the archives and watching Joe Joe Frazier, George Foreman, Mike Tyson, um, Lennox Lewis. We're not accustomed to, you know, awkward fighters. And that's what both Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury are. They are both awkward fighters with, um awkward body builds and yes that's what deontay wilder was you know the bronze bomber was known for the power in, in that right and when you can't get it off because Tyson has got the draw the last time they went back and they changed the strategy and that's what deontay wilder's team did not do they did not formulate a new strategy to beat tyson Fury. he told them what he was going to do there wasn't a secret um his plan was and he executed his plan he leaned on him in the second round, the hit to the back of the head I thought was illegal, but a fight is a fight. It wasn't called. And his eardrum got busted. Once mm-hmm. his eardrum got busted, his equilibrium was off. Like, it was clear to see the footwork wasn't there to begin with. From those who watch boxing, who's watched him, it's not like, this man started boxing way late in the game. He's 34 years old. He started boxing at what, 19? So. So he don't he, have the technique. He's well, just I'm a brawler. Not, He's big. It, he can knock you out, right? And and that and that's what happens in those type of fights when you don't have the technical skill set all the time. It's 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 just like in a basketball game, right? Mm-hmm. When you got that mentality, Tyson Fury had decided that he was going to win. So in the process of that, he executed his strategy. He told you what it was, but if you don't have anything to combat what I give you for my strategy, you can't beat me. Thanks. Because I've already decided how I'm going to beat you. Well, you trained how you are accustomed to training and you delivered the same type of results so for a whole for people who pay for the fight i feel like you got your money's worth um would you like to see deontay wilder win you would have but the last time there was a heavyweight fight that had this much talk was in 2002 when it was you know mike tyson um during the mike tyson fight yeah,
0: mike tyson so it was a tyson, tyson fight for the,
1: the belt probably part two huh
0: Tyson versus Lennox Lewis, part two. It
1: was Lennox, yeah, and Lennox Lewis beat Mike Tyson. Yeah. So, the reality of the situation is what I did respect about Deontay Wilder while everybody else was, you know, you win some, you lose some. And that's what champions understand that's that right. you will lose.
0: That right there. That, that right there. Like, that. everybody who's supposed to be a Deontay Wilder fan, and it's so, it, you know what I'm saying? Me personally, if I'm a fan of somebody, I'm not going to make jokes after they lose. That's just me. You know, everybody's entitled to do what they feel. I'm not making a joke. I didn't even make a joke about Deontay Wilder. Why? Because, you know, it's a first off, you can't lose. Everybody lose. Like, Floyd
1: Mayweather, the only fighter never lost. But Floyd also fights. Floyd's strategy is also different from Pound. And that's what I've been saying. Everybody wants to look at Floyd. Floyd is not a Pound. Uncle uncle, uncle
0: Roger Mayweather, Uncle Roger said, ain't no strategy. He said, ain't no strategy. That's what Uncle Roger said.
1: But there is a strategy. His strategy is he kept Floyd from taking those hits to the head. You know, if, if you saw Tommy Hitman Hearns, I said when he came in, I said Hitman is looking like Ali was looking when Ali was in the prime like during the Olympics in 95 down in Atlanta. Now, Tommy's
0: just saw... a little slow. He looked like that on morning back in the early 90s.
1: Yeah, but if you watch his face and you watch his eyes, there's different, there's different levels to to that that people don't understand. It's a
0: part well, well so, look, The one thing with Tommy the Hitman Hearns, we, we know he could he could take a punch. You know what I'm saying? He could throw one. He could take one. So if I, I agree, but then again, that's that generation that you love, right? Where they were taking right, so many headshots, right? Because that's my
1: point for 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 Floyd Mayweather's camp. There is a strategy. The strategy was to keep Floyd from taking those type of lifts You can tell me what you want to tell me, but if you've watched fighting, we've watched Sugar Ray, we've watched Mike Tyson, we've watched. We watched Ali. We watched Foreman. We've watched some of the greatest of the greats fight. Right? Yeah. They never looked like the way Mayweather fought. And people sometimes get mad at Mayweather and they'll say, "Oh, he's boring," etc. Mayweather's team strategy always was because his father understood and his uncle what boxing was and what the results of boxing would be. Don't get hit. Yeah, because they
0: they, they they did get have rude. strategy. Because with his dad, but, but again. Floyd Senior went to jail, so his isn't as bad as Uncle Roger. Uncle
1: Roger took a lot of hits. Exactly. Floyd didn't. Deontay Wilder has it. That's the reason why with the Deontay Wilder fight, what people don't understand, he has a third. He has 28 days left to execute his, you know, clause in the original contract to go ahead and schedule another fight. Okay, so you have the opportunity to bounce back if you want to fight again. Um, Tyson Fury has the, you, you know. He, they, the fight, the conversation with him is Anthony Joshua. At this point, it's boxing. It's the nature of the beast. It's it's the sport. That's what you do. You fight. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. Ali lost. Foreman lost. Frazier lost. Iron Mike Tyson took losses and knockdowns. Evander Holyfield. Like, so I can't get into the back and forth online. You know, it's funny. It's funny for the moment. But when you're talking to people like us who like really understand sports and this is what we do i don't have time to to go back and forth with the rhetoric and the foolishness Well, people who now you're not riding with deontay wilder as you said you were only riding with him because he was black most of them don't watch boxing and now that he got beat oh you talking shit but the next time that he fighting and he wins everybody will be back on the bandwagon
0: yeah, yeah
1: so keep the same level of energy is all that i'm saying it was a fight you your, your sometimes your team don't win yeah. last night boston you know, Jason uh, Tatum put on a hell of a show. The Lakers came out victorious. It is what it is. Sometimes,
0: man, that ain't even the, that ain't even the worst. Per- like he had forty-one last night. And lost. Bradley exactly. Beard, Bradley Beal had a cool fifty-three and lost. And you can look at Bradley Beal's face. He, I'm tired of this. He had, I'm tired of this. I scored fifty-three points and we lost. I can't. Uh-uh.
1: Well, I mean, Bradley Beal knew he wasn't going to win when John Wall left. So, I mean, him. and again, that's another nature he ain't of the beast. He just hurt. Huh? He ain't leave, he just hurt? Well, yeah. you know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking about Kimball Walker. All their heads is built the same. But still, they haven't gotten them enough time but they still haven't got them what they need as far as firepower, but we'll talk about that later. So moving on, there is a lot of them
0: Well, we're gonna talk about the Wizards. John Wall not playing, they are not irrelevant.
1: Well, I said we're not I said we need to talk about sports later because basketball, the playoff picture is emerging. Like it's a it's a big deal. There's a lot of though.
0: You, you said playoff
1: pitch. I know we're not talking about them. Well, we're not. But there's a lot that has gone on in sports. And they we're already for scoring, though.
0: If that means anything to anybody, four for scoring, getting 20 of the game. you getting buckets.
1: Bucket. I mean, yeah. So, um, also, you mentioned just a couple quick briefs for you guys. The NFL Combine is this weekend. It will be in prime time on NFL Network. So, for those of you who are familiar and you take time to watch – the combine to see who what the times are. There's sixteen skilled events that they will be concentrating, skill areas that they will be concentrating on this year at the combine. So that will prepare those who are interested in seeing, you know, they're anticipating that Joe Barrow will be the number one draft pick. Joe Barrow got uh, little hands. Huh?
0: Joe Barrow got little hands.
1: He has little hands?
0: Yeah, that's what they his hands are small compared to NFL quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, you know, and here's the thing about that. And even with the combine, right, we've heard that before. So the combine is what it is. It is for It it does what it does. There is a – the HBCUs have put together also a combine for HBCU players this year also to have their opportunities. So be on the lookout for that, for some of them to have those opportunities who were not invited to the um, combine to perform, to see what they can do. And last week we were arguing about DeMarcus Cousin and Kevin Garnett – Kevin Garnett's jersey will be going in the Raptors next year in Boston. Demarcus Cousins was released from the Lakers. Do you know anything? Have you heard anything about that? Like what the reason was for nah, that. yeah, Wade? they
0: just they just need to sign. Uh they feel like the Clippers got better. They added Reggie Jackson, they added the other Morris twin. But they just needed room to um they just needed they just needed that roster spot they needed. But they said they, they plan on re signing Boogie in the summertime if you want to come back. So, um, I don't think they wanted to rush him back. I think I think Boogie was trying to rush back again. I think them cutting him was the best thing for him. That way you get the rest. That's why, like, John Wall has taken basically two years off. Like, he t- he's taken two years off to get healthy. And, and like, John Wall took two years off to get healthy. Boogie probably should have did the same thing. Right? Well,
1: I mean, we we talked about it last. We You and I talked about it off um, camera briefly about the conversation that he had when he sat down with steven jackson and matt barnes on all the smoke and he talked about the fact of he probably shouldn't have been you know for the second injury he wasn't ready to even be back out Mm -hmm. playing and performing so sometimes it is very very necessary to take those breaks and take those delays in healing your body because it is a lot of wear and tear um on your body and strain for what
0: athletes do but he healthy though he 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 looks like his body's in good shape
1: like He's not fat boogie no more. Yeah, I feel like he's slimmed down. I feel like he's, you know, I, I feel like he's out in Los Angeles. I feel like he's on the team with LeBron James in um, the Laker organization where he has access to better nutritionists, better um, cooks and trainers and specialists that can help him specialize and just focus on rehab. He talked about his dedication to his rehab process, which I thought is the elevation and the growth of a player, right? So when you can get some time to not worry about certain things and you can just focus on rehab and maybe waving him, that does let him know if the Lakers can make the run that they're looking to make. um, It would suck if they win and he's not on the roster. He's still going to get a ring. Okay. Well, as long as he gets the ring, but I know that he intended to come back. And so sometimes maybe if he can get healthy, that, that gives the Lakers a different viewpoint for next year. A healthy boogie. We know what a healthy boogie, healthy AD looks like. It, it it can be ugly. So hopefully he will be okay. Newfound respect. Like I said, I feel like listening to people on podcasts versus what the images are that the media gives you, gives you a newfound respect for athletes. So I'm wishing him the best in his recovery um, in that regard. Also, D-Wade winning the Raptors Saturday night down in, in Miami, a.k.a. Mr. Wade County, 305. So that was um, salute to Dwayne Wade and his career. And he's officially, you know, part of the greats. That's what happens. And and he's like one of five down in Miami. So they haven't put a lot of rap jerseys in the Raptors. So that says a lot about what he did there in Miami and the and three championships away, that he was able to.
0: Do what? Tim Hardaway, Alonzo Mourning. Who is?
1: Um, I don't even know who the other one is. Steve Smith, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just know he was one because there's not a lot of them hanging in the Raptors in Miami, but he is one. I'm sure LeBron will go up yes. once his days are done, and Chris Bosh probably will too. Mm-hmm. Um, for this generation, they are Miami. I mean, when people think about the Heat, that's what they're going to think about. Not so. so. Salute to Dwayne Wade. For those of you who have access to um, ESPN, um Disney Plus, the app, mm. D Wade does have his life unexpected. You it aired last night, but you can catch it if you have access to the app. So that may be something you want to check out if you're a D Wade fan. Okay. And then the final piece of today is as you started, Mr. Shaw. The today is two twenty four, twenty twenty. 24 for Kobe, two for Gigi. Um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, were honored at the Staples Center today in a live streaming event where people like Beyonce, Alicia Keys, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, as you said, Michael Jordan, paid tribute to the legacy of Kobe Bryant. Did you get to check any of it out? No, I didn't get to watch none of it. Gosh. Did you get to see some clips? Mm Mm-mm. So, um, salute
0: to Vanessa Bryant for being... A lot oh, of times they the say. So Michael Jordan. I seen what Michael Jordan
1: said. That's all I seen. Okay, so Vanessa Bryant, Beyonce's song opened up the show. Vanessa Bryant was able to talk about Kobe, the husband, Kobe, the father, Kobe, the basketball player. I ain't to see none of that. Um, she actually did really well. Nah, I mean, you know, like, Vanessa won't
0: go have me in tears. Nah. Uh-uh. Are you well, she,
1: she, you know, she didn't bring a tear moment. Um, I think a lot of times I'm a Beyonce fan because Beyonce one is a Texas girl. Beyonce and Beyonce's obviously pretty close to the Bryants that was stated. There was a moment where you could see that she was breaking down in between the time that, um, after, um, his best friend spoke. So what's, uh, Rob Polinka spoke, you could see Beyonce just kind of cradle her shoulder. So the sisterhood in that moment was pretty dope of people get it. And I think this Kobe Bryant Gigi situation kind of gave people a perspective on, Because when things are hitting people individually, I think people sometimes don't really see the impact that death has on people. And so this situation has kind of brought it full circle. And as you said, Michael and Kobe were really close. Kobe, Michael said that was his little brother. He was agitated. Uh, Kobe would challenge him. He came to visit Phil Jackson. Kobe goes, did you bring your shoes? Michael was like he was in a suit. Kobe would call him at 2 o'clock in the morning, and he was ready to, you know, get to it. Like, he's asking about the triangle and posting up. Um, They could talk about anything. So I think that showed a different side of Michael. And then Michael made it clear, you know. He told his wife he wasn't going to cry, and he got up there crying. And he knows for the next three or four years, Kobe does it to him all the time. He's going to see us up on the Internet doing what? Crying. So I thought that was – a big of Michael to be outside of himself. Um uh of course, uh Gino spoke about his friendship with Kobe and his daughter's intent to go join the illustrious women's program there at UConn. Mm-hmm. And um I think Shaq kinda wrapped it up for us as Shaq got up there and he said that he told Kobe wasn't passing the ball during the game and he told Kobe there was no I and team. But Kobe told him there was an M E in that MF. And team, So I thought that was pretty interesting to kind of say the least of everything that you've always heard about Kobe and Shaq was the beef. But you don't win three titles together and not share some type of relationship and bond. Nah, and the biggest of the biggest stars showed up um, to honor him. Athletes, currents. Um, Anthony Davis was present in the crowd. Phil Jackson was present. I saw Rick Fox. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, uh, Derek Fisher, and, you know, Rapalinka is Kobe's best friend. He said Kobe text him that morning while he was in the airplane, um, reaching out to one of the, the, the father or the young lady that survived her father's death was trying to get an internship in baseball. So it also shows that no matter what our platforms are and who we are, we should be using our platforms To really make a difference and help others because we have the opportunity to do so. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, salute to Colton Bryant, prayers, mama mentality will forever go on, and those who took time to honor him. So, that was, you know, pretty much the summation. I sat through most of it, I went back and watched a lot of it, but I don't know, it's been a difficult month. It's been a, a, a difficult month as the world has actually watched. What
0: we know as a legend, um, leave this life a little bit early. So, it's, uh, like I say, you know. I I feel like I'm tied to Kobe at this point. It's a, it's, uh, it it's, it's it was great. It's it, it's great that you know he was remembered the way he, he deserved to be remembered. It, it was great that even though some people try. To knock his legacy once he was gone. You weren't saying it while he was alive. You you wasn't you know what I'm saying? So for the people who were trying to knock Kobe once he passed away, you know what I'm saying, it, it the Lord'll handle you. The Lord'll handle you. But we're grateful. You know what I'm saying? I'm just grateful that 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 I hate that we had to live through this, but I'm grateful I'm alive at this time. To see that there is care like Kobe touched more people than you really thought and believed. Like the mindset of Kobe, the mamba mentality made people believe, oh, he's this, 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 and the third. But it's just his intensity and his passion. And when you're not intense or passionate like someone like Kobe, and then you're around Kobe, you're going to seem like you're a-hole. Or you picking on them. No, you don't want to work. And, you know, that's what Kobe Bryant was. And that just shows you that the people that showed up was, you know, the same people that was in that building, the same, like Russ and James Harden, they probably got a game tonight. They probably had high-
1: they do. They, they talked about how they were flying. You know, Clay was there, Steph was there, Draymond. Oh, was no, no,
0: no, no. I said a game. We're not talking about well, people on the bench.
1: Well, listen, who are you talking about on the bench?
0: Clay, they, Steph.
1: But I'm, but I'm just saying, like, LA is not close to Oakland. Just, I'm saying they ain't except, got nothing to LA do. LA is not close to San Francisco. LA they ain't got what they got to do. They ain't gonna miss nothing. Well, Draymond. I ain't so you talking
0: about the other two? But Draymond.
1: what I'm, what I'm saying is, as a whole, for You know, and and these are people that, again, I'm inundated in sports, listening to, I watch and listen to different things. Kobe had a special relationship with so many athletes. Mm -hmm. You know, so you've played on the team, you know, like Steven Jackson talked about how they were all in the same graduating high school class. They were all Americans. They spent that all American time together. Kobe has played on the U.S. Olympics team. He was a Laker for 20 years. So you come in contact with a variety of different players in a 20-year career span. And then you're an 18-time All-Star. So you've been to the All-Star game 18 times. So sometimes the things that we talk about is the importance of the impact that we make on people. How the outside world views us, um, as you go back and say people want to tarnish his legacy, Kobe was no different than anybody else. He was a man. Yeah. And as I leave this earth, as you leave this earth, there are things that we have all done that have not been our finest moments. Agreed. But not should we... Say that again?
0: I said agreed because we aren't perfect.
1: Exactly. And we're not supposed to be perfect because if we were, then there would have been no need for a sacrifice in life. So I think sometimes people just need to be reminded and remember it does not excuse the behavior. And, I, and I'll say this to say, we say Kobe, which was small scale, that, that's just like... We, we can't forget the work that people did. Mm-hmm. So their work and I'm I'm one of those people that's right now I'm not really listening to R. Kelly, but does that change R. Kelly's legacy that he made great music? R. Kelly is still nothing but a man. As is everybody else. So what you did great. I can't completely say, hey let's let's forget about it. you know, does R. Kelly deserve to be in the music hall of fame? Yeah he does. Cause his music was great. Was R. Kelly the man, you know, perfect? Was anybody that's been a man that walked this earth perfect?
0: I don't judge people. I just, you know, I look at the facts, and then from the facts that I'm given, because you don't you don't know everything. From the facts that I'm given, I make a decision on how I would deal with life. For instance, R. Kelly. Um, if R. Kelly song come cause R. Kelly uh step step side side come on him in the store, I work it out the time. I don't say cut it off. I don't be upset about it, you know. That man made some decisions that he gotta live with. At the end of the day, he made great music though. You know what I'm saying? Kobe Bryant did some things that, you know, he, he he lived with. He stood before, he faced them and he kept moving. But that's not gonna take away from the eighty one points he put on people's head. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like Right. But that's that's all of us. Right. And that's the thing about it is we have to realize and as we grow in our journey of life, if we don't want to be tied down by mistakes. Can we tarnish people's legacy by tying them down to theirs? And that's just something sometimes that people got to think about. Like, I just I think that sometimes in a in a space that should be so positive, we see people who are so angry and so negative that they can always find the worst of the worst in the situation. He dealt with the situation. He went through the legal ramifications of it. But one thing he never did is he never folded and he never put his head down. And at the end of the day, it ain't about, just like we talked about Deontay Wilder at the start of the conversation that people have to understand, it ain't about the licks you take. It's not about how many times you fall. It's about how many times you get up. Those if, are the stories that we want to read. And those Wilder, are the stories that we care about. Because
0: if he come back and he had five fights and he knock everybody out, if he come back and fight tight, like, it, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, a loss don't matter. You know what I'm saying a loss. A loss means one thing in my mind. I, I lost. What did I do wrong? Go back, look at the tape. What did you do wrong? Don't do that. That is what. A, like for me, I take losses differently. Like a loss is opportunity for me to get better. And, and you know why I, t- I look at this like this. College basketball. We'll never have a male college team ever go undefeated again. But then you, do you really, and I learned this from Kentucky. There was a year when Kentucky lost no games until the final four and we lost to Wisconsin. We needed a loss so you can know who you are. You don't really know who you are if you always win. It's everything easy when you win. It's tough when you start losing. Cause now you got to question yourself. Who really got heart? Who, who really going to put they all they fight on the line? Like our backs against, when you lose your back against the wall, when you win you free, you, you but crazy. is
1: it is it really your back against the wall, or is it opportunity to re-strategize? Because if you don't lose, you don't know what techniques need to be changed. Facts. And That's the way Facts. that I look at it. But I'm it's, saying your
0: back against the wall in the essence of what are you gonna do from here? Because you're losing now. You know what I'm saying? The, it, once you're losing, you're back. You know what I'm saying? You've been backed up into a corner. You got to fight out that corner. You know what I'm saying? You got to come up back. You got to come back from them losses. But it's about your mindset. And, we talked talk about a Mamba mentality. A Mamba mentality is I'm getting put out in the first round two years by Steve Nash. He went MVP, but I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna get Paul. Gasol. i am i I'm running to the finals almost three times in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is your mentality? When you get smacked in the face, do you get back up and keep fighting or do you like, nah, I'm good, man. He hit me too hard. What is your
1: mentality? Right, go back to the drawing boards because again, everything is about growth. And that's all that I say for, for everything that we do, And for every position that we're in, from sports to education to jobs, everything is about preparation, um, strategy, and implementing that strategy. So we saw Kobe Bryant's mentality live on. Like I said, I think that Tyson Fury decided his mentality was, I'm going to be Deontay Wilder. He got a new trainer in his camp. Deontay Wilder's decision, if he's going to come back and fight after having to have 47 stitches, it's going to be, I have got to win if I want my boxing career to survive. And with that, there will be a camp breakup. There will be different types of training. There will be a different level of focus. I
0: don't think Deontay wants to break up his camp. I don't think that's his problem. I don't think that. You was- don't
1: need to break up. And again, that's why I think yeah. people make the mistake. You don't have to break up your camp. You add to your camp. And that's what people need to understand. You don't always have to go in. Hey, hey, hey. When you start, when, hey, hey, when you start going so in doing. to make adjustments, hey, people will leave themselves if they don't like the adjustments. Hey, you so don't down. always have to clean house. Can you calm down so we can go to break? You know what, Mr. Shaw, you real petty today. All right, we'll so be all right. back. All right, yeah, pull up, we'll be back.